This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. If you take a look at the last five years, you can see that advertising has only gotten more and more expensive. And if there's one guarantee that I can give you, it's that it's only going to continue going in that direction. Why? Because two main reasons. It's easy for Facebook and Instagram to take advantage of the technologically uh, illiterate. Uh, and, and obviously it makes them a lot of money, right? So they're going to continuously try to draw more and more money out of that. The second reason is that, you know, we get marketed to literally like 90 million times a day which means that through Facebook, through Instagram, through, through all of these uh, platforms uh, of technology that are literally taking away our brain capacity. So, and this is what they're built for. These are addictive um, platforms. These are addictive softwares That's that they're there to capture your attention, which means that our brains are getting better at filtering out things that probably, first of all, don't help us survive and thrive or things that we're just not interested in. But as you know, from running a business and, and especially when we're talking about brand strategy, like, you know, most people are putting all their time and effort into advertising, which is in the pre-purchase category of brand strategy. Now, what I want to put forward to you guys is that you can really start to take, um, you know, it doesn't mean that we don't advertise, but we take a lot of our focus and, and you know, allocation of capital away from um, pre-purchase, away from advertising, and we actually start to take it and put it into post-purchase. Um, something that I learned off a, a guy named Scott Galloway, he's an absolute brain, but I, I actually started to do some analysis and I looked at um, uh, you know, the fitness industry and I looked at um, different companies that are already doing this really, really well. And, and some examples is artwork in gyms, right? So you know, a nice piece of artwork uh, on a wall or anything like that can cost you up to $5,000 to $10,000. Now, the, the great thing about this is once you do it once, it doesn't cost you any more money, where advertising may. Um, but the, the beauty of this is like artwork within a gym can t lead to free advertising continuously over time, right? Like the one thing that drives people, um, you know, in life is status, you know, and, and it's something that we can't shy away from. Now, do we agree with it? Probably not. But, you know, you get a nice painting or a bit of artwork in a gym and, and people want to take photos with it. People, you know, you notice it in the background of videos and all of a sudden it becomes authentic to you. You can look at something like education um, and, you know, certificates for uncertified courses just for the fact that people might may repost it um, different things on Instagram you know LinkedIn has badges now so a lot of these things that where we can start to, to, to actually take our our focus away from pre-purchase uh, when it comes to brand strategy and put it into post-purchase uh, you know what it means is, is is less spend and it can actually lead to scale and, and really scale is what we should be looking for um, especially when it comes to growing our brand so that was a video that I created for Instagram earlier in the week. Now, I want to elaborate on that a little bit and I just want to talk a little bit about, um, first of all, what we're talking about uh, within brand strategy and the different concepts that I mentioned there. So the first thing that we obviously, you heard me mention was pre-purchase, purchase and post-purchase. So pre-purchase stands for anything that happens before the sale. Uh, purchase is anything that happens at the point of sale. And post-purchase is anything that happens after the sale, so the customer journey. So what we actually see, right, is that pre-purchase can be things such as advertising, marketing, and uh, PR. 
Uh, purchase can be like a website, it can be your actual gym, it can be anything that happens within the sales process or um, within the point of sale, as I said. And then post-purchase is things that, you know, we, especially when we talk about brand, is the strategic strategical partnerships that we have um, beyond the purchase, the customer journey, the customer experience, the things that we do um, on the day-to-day uh, that our customers experience um, beyond that the point of sale. So this can be things such as, um, it could be artwork, it could um, in our gym, it could be um, you know some loyalty programs, it could be um, the softwares that we use, artificial intelligence, it can be all of anything really that happens beyond um, the purchase that we want to express our brand. Now, what I wanna to explain to you, right, and what I, I wanna kinda of elaborate on is the strategy that I talked about. Now, I truly believe that if you're a coach, a clinician, whatever it is that you do right now, if you own a business in the fitness space, then right now the OG move is putting money from uh, from pre-purchase, which is where most people actually spend their money, right? Most people spend their time, money, and effort uh, in pre-purchase, either on advertising, trying to grow a social media following, all of these things. Now, I, I'm not saying that these aren't a necessity, and they very much are a necessity when it comes to business, um, but they're a constant, right? And there's something that you don't want to just waste all your time doing um, because the the problem is, is that um, it's only getting more expensive and it's only getting harder to be seen. Uh, and, and as you heard in the video before, I mentioned those reasons because, we, you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, they're always going to make things harder for us because it means it draws um, people to spend more money in advertising and then advertising will always get more expensive because obviously it's going to fill their pockets. Uh, and then there's the other side of the fence, which is external to them, which is obviously we get marketed to a lot, which means our brains are getting better at filtering out information that aren't either going to help us survive or thrive. Now, the, the strategy that we want to use, right, is putting and, and is taking um, our effort from pre-purchase to purchase and post-purchase. So, you know, moving away from advertising and, and the things that are only going to cost us more money, more time, more effort, and look at the things that are going to continuously get us a, a great return um, with minimal input, right? So, again, creating leverages from um, looking at our inputs and how they match our outputs and then trying to minimize our inputs while increasing our outputs, so the, the OG move right now is to use, uh, is to create a product that sells itself, right? So um, what we're seeing more and more of is that with the help of technology, we can actually remove the face-to-face -face or the hard sell um, from our process, which means that people can purchase online, means we can nurture people without actually having to, um, you know, try to convince them to buy our product. And that's what happens when we take our, our energy and our focus and our capital, so the money we're spending, and take it out of advertising and really put it into um, purchase. So a great website, um, you know, some softwares that help nurture clients like Active Campaign and email marketing. And these kind of things, uh, sorry, email, um, you know, like a CRM, it's these types of things that can help nurture someone during the purchase. You've also got things such as subscriptions, right? Where we, we can make, we can um, put money into the purchase, creating a really, really kind of high-tech software that sells itself or creating a really aesthetically pleasing gym so that when somebody walks into it, they straight away, um, you know, they really can't say no because and they're drawn either by the vibe, either by the, the uh, energy in the room or either by, you know, something such as just having a 
really, really high-end facility that just, you know, you, your decision's already made up when you walk in there, which means that you can actually, you can alleviate and, and spend less time on, um, you know, the sales process and having to sit down and sell someone and you can actually um, get more people through the door and obviously that creates more scalability. But the, the key to this as well is that in post-purchase, what we then want to do is um, create evangelism. So we want to generate free marketing. Now, this is actually done by post-purchase strategies, right? So how can we um, create free marketing uh, within our, our gym, within our service, whatever we offer? So some examples of this is really, really great artwork in a gym. Um, you know, when uh, it's something that I, I see regularly now is that people want to take photos with this artwork. When people post videos and that artwork is authentic to your gym, it means that they can straight away tie it in and it creates interest because people are marketing it for you. Uh, and then obviously that's what we're trying trying to create when we create evangelism and people are you know really big fans of of what we do that means they're going to post and then when we create these little things here or there that we don't think really matter too much like um you know whether it's a gym banner in a gym so that people are sticking your brand up in their gym whether it's a certificate that you send out when they complete a course or they complete a challenge um or you know whether it's um artwork as i said previously these are post-purchase strategies they cost you you know a minimal amount it and it doesn't cost you more to produce, um, you know, number 1,000 um, of the item compared to number one, right? So it's something that you continuously get a greater return on and it creates evangelism and free marketing. Now, that is step two. Now, step three is to create stickiness, right? Stickiness is the key to scale. The, the more that you over deliver, the more you drive community, the more you create an environment that nobody wants to leave. That means that, you know, again, retention is the goldmine that nobody talks about. It's going, okay, well then what I can actually do is I can take, um, you know, if I can retain my clients and I can create a community that nobody wants to leave, and especially if that community is also driving more evangelism, which is free marketing, um, you know, what we can actually do is we can we can scale our business because nobody's leaving, but we're continuously getting free marketing, bringing other people in. And what it does is it creates an absolute powerhouse. And you can see how all of a sudden, you know, instead of going and spending all this money on advertising, if we bring in, say, some pieces of artwork to the gym, whether we maybe spend some money on, um, you know, sending out things to people's addresses whether that's apparel things like that right where it's like these og moves that happen post-purchase when we give someone apparel they wear it it's free marketing you know um, they take photos in it when we give send someone a certificate it's the same thing when we send people gym banners it's the same thing we're putting money into and focus into post-purchase, which then again creates this cycle back to free advertising um, which again leads to a greater opportunity to scale so what I want to do is give you guys uh, some examples to take away just to give you some context. Now, the first one is Apple. These guys have been doing this for years now, but what you can see is that really they don't run a lot of advertising, um, first of all. So um, they, they definitely don't uh, do a lot of advertising, but what they do do is they do launches, right? And they never run sales. So you'll never actually be able to, you'll never see a sale on a... Uh, you'll never you'll never see a sale on an iPhone or a you know an Apple laptop, or at least it won't be run by Apple themselves. And the reason is is because it's a luxury brand. You know, like um, we're spending up you know anywhere from fifteen hundred dollars to to just on a mobile phone. So 
But the reason they do that is because they don't want to diminish the brand. So what this does is that it actually creates um, and it attends to our in uh, one of our instincts as humans um, of being a part of something um, and you know progressing um, society forwards. You know, like um, you know the iPhone is is can be it's it's built at scale. That's the first thing. But the second thing is that it's there for the creatives. It's there for the people. You know, uh, whether you want it for the camera, whether you want it for the apps. Um, because you're a business person, whatever it is, right? It, but it, it is created, um, and and they don't they don't put a sale on it, and and we don't even question buying it. So, um, they they that's that's some that's a purchase strategy that they focus on, um, and the product actually sells itself. Now the post purchase moves, um, and sorry, the other purchase move that they use is stores. Um, uh, you know, I challenge you the next time you go into your shopping center or the, 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 the biggest shopping center near you, I want you to look at what you what the biggest um, the, uh, the biggest store is in the whole shopping center and I want you to tell me which store has the most people and I can bet your bottom dollar it's Apple. Um, they made a, a decision to, uh, and a, and to implement a strategy that focused and put capital into their stores uh, and you can see that that's, that's what gets them a massive return because it actually draws attention um, to the store uh, and and as I said it draws people in and they you know it's just one of those OG moves that Apple have made now in post purchase um, they just put a lot of time effort and money into their artificial intelligence which then ties back into purchase right so the more that you you know we, basically every single move on your iPhone that you make they're tracking um, and pretty much they're using AI uh, to create the next iPhone based on the data and the insights um, from the current iPhone so and, and what that does is they they make this iPhone better based on usability based on feedback so then it just becomes again this feedback loop where more and more people will just buy without actually even thinking about it which means again they've got a product that sells itself and then the OG move is using artificial intelligence to refocus back onto purchase and they put all their time and effort into purchase um, and, and you know kind of their brand strategy into purchase from an instinctual point of view but also from a uh, you know strategical point of view as well now Another great example of this is a little gym in Braybrook called Crew Fitness and Performance. These guys put a lot of time and effort and have spent, instead of putting all their money into advertising, they've put all their money into making their gym look absolutely immaculate. From high-end equipment to making it aesthetically look great and having artwork in there. Uh, so what it means is, is that when you walk into that gym, it sells itself, right? Their low barrier to entry is a seven-day trial, which is just absolutely huge. Um, which means that, you know, once you walk in there, you're amazed by this gym and straight away you're like, cool, I'll do a seven-day trial. And, um, and basically, they create a vibe and an intensity within what they do, which means that you have an enjoyable experience. Again, uh, they don't have to spend extra time making the sale because what their post-purchase creates the sale for them and then community and culture ties into that. Now, what actually happens post-purchase is that because they've got such a great-looking gym and also they've got great artwork in there, that strategy in itself drives people to want to take photos of it, what drives people to want to, you know, um, put it up on their Instagram and drives them to want to, um, you know, drives their kind of status play within social media to want to do the same thing. Now, 
Um, and, and even when they're just posting videos or, or, you know, people are posting videos, the artwork and the way that gym looks is authentic and unique to them as, as, as a company, uh, which again, creates evangelism and free marketing, which, you know, that drives people to want to come in and, and really the, the growth is done for them. Now on the back end, they have a community and culture and they put a lot of time, effort and money into their community and culture from, really, really big Christmas parties to Bali retreats to, um, you know, um, charity events, all of this, 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 basically what they do from the group chat, they drive community and culture to create, uh, you know, an environment that nobody wants to leave. And that creates retention. And as you can see, they've taken uh, this model um, and this, this strategy uh, to the extreme um, and they're doing really, really well. I think they, they are, are probably one of the best in the industry right now at what they're doing in terms of being a facility. There's a lot of others out there as well, um, but they're just a great example of taking time, effort and money from um, pre-purchase and then putting it into purchase and post-purchase and it's paying dividends. Just a little lesson for you guys on brand strategy. Uh, we're gonna, as I said, we're gonna be launching these weekly now, uh, little micro lessons uh, to just create better business owners, give you some um, some some education and actionable steps uh, out so that you can take away from this podcast. Hope you enjoyed that little lesson, guys, and I'll see you next week. Hey, guys, this is just a friendly reminder that if you enjoyed this episode, if you got something out of it, if you learned, if this conversation sparked some innovation and change in your mind, uh, then hit the subscribe button so that we can continue to, to generate some great conversations with those that are successful in the industry that you know, spark change and innovation in your mind and, and really just make a difference in your life. And again, if it is something that you continuously enjoy, uh, you can also leave us a review in the iTunes app, uh, uh, which is just located below this episode. You'll be able to find it. Big thanks, guys. Big love. And I'll see you in the next episode.